Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. It's April, and that means it is Earth Month, and we've been talking a lot around here about grocery budgeting and reducing your food spending. And one of the best ways you can lower your grocery spending is by reducing your overall food waste. So welcome to the first installment in the Reduce Food Waste series here on the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the five habits you can adopt to begin to reduce food waste. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Reducing food waste is so important for so many reasons. First of all, it is a huge money saver. When we throw away food, we are literally throwing away money spent. I know that can be hard to hear, but it's the truth, and sometimes we need a reality check to change our habits. You spent that money on that food, and now you're just throwing it away. But the good thing is it's pretty easy to reduce your food waste. It's all about getting into the mindset of using as much as possible and creating habits around reducing food waste in your kitchen. This took me a while to figure out as well, and it's one of my favorite things to talk about when it comes to budgeting because it can be really simple to get into habits that help you to reduce food waste. And I'll be honest, it's not like we never throw anything away, but over time we have developed habits so that we are throwing less and less away, and anything that we do throw away usually goes into the compost. Which brings me to number two, it's better for the environment as well. Did you know that on average, one third of all food in the United States goes uneaten? In 2018, the Environmental Protection Agency estimated that about 81% 
or 20.3 tons of households wasted food ended up in landfills or combustion facilities. And that was 2018. So that was almost five years ago. You can imagine what that percentage looks like now. The average family of four spends $1,500 each year on food that ends up uneaten. And this contributes pretty significantly to our climate change footprint. This affects greenhouse gas emissions, water and energy, as well as things like fertilizer being used to grow these plants and agricultural land. When we are throwing away food, we are affecting the food system. And so one of the simplest things that we can do to help our environment and save money in our homes is to reduce our overall food waste. A lot of this, like I said before, is just about developing habits to reduce waste. So today I'm going to share with you five habits that I do personally and I recommend whenever I share about grocery budgeting because they're really pretty simple. But again, they might take you some time. So don't feel guilty if you don't get these things right away. Take them one step at a time. Habit number one, plan with what you have first. This is the first and most important step in reducing food waste. When you're going to go ahead and plan your meals, start by checking your pantry, your fridge, and your freezer. I might sound like a broken record to you if you're a regular podcast listener and you've been listening to any of my series on meal planning or grocery budgeting, but if you're not doing this yet and you are a regular listener and you have listened to my episodes on meal planning and grocery budgeting, consider this your reminder. This is a really powerful step for our wallets and our environment. Check what you have on hand. Don't assume you know what you have in your freezer or your fridge or your pantry. Your fridge is the most important place to focus because those are the foods that are likely to go bad. So your fridge is your first priority, followed by your freezer and then your pantry. I find it really helpful to do a quick fridge clean out. This doesn't have to be a deep clean. When I mention this, I think sometimes people think that I'm telling them that they have to get on their hands and knees and scrub every crevice of their fridge every week before they meal plan. And so this prevents them from doing this step. You do not have to do that. Now, if you want to do that, more power to you. I'll be honest when I say I do a fridge deep clean probably every two weeks, but I do check my fridge for what I have, especially when it comes to produce, meat, anything that's going to expire before I meal plan. And then when you do meal plan, you use what you have first. So that bit of broccoli that's in the bottom of your fridge, can you roast it up? Can you add it to a soup? Can you add it to some mac and cheese? How can you get it into your meals next week? This might mean centering your meals around these items, or it might mean just being really conscious about where you can use these items. And if you don't think that you're going to be able to use these items in your meals, then I recommend habit number five, using your freezer and freezing anything you're not going to use that week. But we'll get to that in a minute. The first habit is to plan with what you have first. Start with your fridge and your freezer and your pantry. This is a huge money saver because anything that you use in your fridge, your freezer, or your pantry, you're not spending any more on when you go to the grocery store. So do a quick fridge clean out, throw away anything that's no longer good, or better yet, if it's something that you're able to, put it in the compost, freeze anything you're not going to be able to use or that's on its way out and you might be able to use in a smoothie or a broth, something like that. Save as much as you can 
and then create your plan based on what you have in your fridge, your freezer, and your pantry. If you start utilizing this as an ongoing habit, this is going to make a huge difference in your grocery budget if you're not doing it already, especially if you're someone who goes to the grocery store and just throws a bunch in your cart, goes without a plan, or you are someone who frequently overbuys. Starting to use what you have first will help you to tame that. Habit number two. Plan to use it up and stop overbuying. I kind of led us into this one, but when you do your meal plan, it's important to plan so that you are using up as many of the items as you are purchasing at the store. One of the best ways that you can do this is by making sure that you are doing two things. Number one, when you're writing your grocery list, write down the exact quantities of what you need for the recipes or meal ideas that you chose. So you're not just writing down lemons and buying a huge bag of lemons and then they sit and rot. Now, lemons don't go bad that quickly, especially if you're keeping them in the fridge. They do store better in the fridge. We'll have a whole food storage episode coming up real soon, so stay tuned for that. But I'm just using that as an example, probably because I bought a a bag of lemons earlier today. But my point is, if you buy a whole bag of lemons, but you don't use lemons often and they end up going bad, you're throwing away money, you're contributing to food waste. However, if you just need one or two lemons, just buy those one or two lemons. Buying in bulk can be a good strategy if you're going to use those up. Head back to last episode when I shared with you the do's and don'ts of bulk buying if you're curious how to bulk buy in a way that is strategic. So that's the first way to plan to use it up. The second way that you can plan to use what you are buying up is to choose recipes that utilize similar ingredients or use the same ingredient. So if one recipe requires you to use one head of broccoli and it comes in a bunch of two heads as it does at many stores, how can you use the other head in another recipe that uses broccoli? So you don't have that broccoli sitting in the bottom of your fridge potentially going bad before you get to use it. Same thing goes for meat. How can you make sure you are using up the quantity of meat that you are purchasing? This can be a great strategy to save money if you, say, buy a pound and a half of something or two pounds of something. Depending on your family size, that might not be enough to feed your family more than once. But if it is enough to feed your family more than once, then buy the two-pound package, which is oftentimes less expensive if it's like, you know, a two-pound pack of ground meat or something like that and use that in two meals rather than buying these smaller packages and using them in different meals, if that makes sense. So planning to use it up when it comes to produce, when it comes to meat, whatever you can, plan to use it up that week. This will help you to reduce food waste as much as you can week to week. Remember, none of this is about perfection. We are not perfect with this. We don't use everything up every single week. There's a bunch of stuff in my fridge right now that I didn't end up using at my cooking class that we have to figure out how to use in next week's meal plan. So it happens. But using this strategy as much as possible and making it a habit can be something that can really significantly reduce your food waste. Habit number three, plan for a leftovers or clean the fridge out night each week. One night a week, don't plan dinner. Well, you can plan dinner, but have your plan be 
eating up leftovers. And when I say eating up leftovers, this doesn't mean you all have to eat the same thing. If you really want a family dinner where everyone is sitting together and eating the exact same thing, then maybe this isn't for you. Or maybe you plan for leftovers and make a meal that can stretch. But most of the time in our house, and we're a family of four, this is a take all the leftovers out of the fridge, put it out. Everyone makes up their plate, decides what they want, pops it in the microwave or we pop it in the oven and we heat it up if need be. And we all enjoy our dinner. We still have a dinner together, but we're all eating something a little bit different. You can also just do a clean out the fridge night where you use any of those odds and ends in the fridge to make a meal. Now, this does require a little bit more creativity. So if you are someone who likes getting creative in the kitchen and you might be someone who's a bit averse to meal planning because you're like, I just want to get creative and make something that inspires me. This is a great time to kind of create that hybrid system having a plan for a few days so that you can be strategic with what you're buying, but then also having a day or two where you're just kind of throwing things together to create something new. And hey, you might surprise yourself and find a new combination your family loves that you can add to your family favorites list. So have a leftovers or clean out the fridge night at least once a week. I always recommend not over planning. Over planning usually ends up with over buying because more often than not, and I know some of us have big families and you do eat every morsel of what you make for dinner, but a lot of the families I work with have leftovers at some point and then end up throwing them away at the end of the week. Now you can have these for lunches if you want to, but definitely plan for those if you're buying separate lunch items and also expecting to eat the leftovers for lunches, then you might still be throwing things away at the end of the week. So planning for a leftovers night or a clean out the fridge night can be a great way to reduce food waste and save on groceries. Habit number four, learn to store your food well so it lasts longer. We're going to do a whole episode on this soon because this is something that I get asked often. And it was actually the topic of our monthly Healthy Mama Cooking Club Q&A this month. And I got some great questions because learning how to store your food well is one of the best ways that we can make sure that we actually get to that food and eat that food rather than throwing it away. Things like understanding what items should go in the fridge and what items shouldn't like potatoes and onions shouldn't go in the fridge, citrus should go in the fridge, tomatoes shouldn't go in the fridge, basil shouldn't go in the fridge, but your leafy greens should, as well as ways to make things last longer, like cutting off the bottoms of your herbs or your leafy greens or your asparagus and popping them in a mason jar with water will help them to last longer because they're plants, so we can treat them like that, right? not washing most of your vegetables before you go ahead and put it into the fridge. Though I am a huge fan of food prep, you can wash and slice items that you're going to use soon in meals. If you are washing all of your vegetables and just putting them in your fridge and there's moisture in your fridge, they are going to go bad faster. So understanding how to store your food well so it lasts longer can be really helpful. So like I said, we're going to do a whole episode on this, but my assignment for you this week is to consider which items go bad really quickly in your fridge and research one way to make that item last longer and try it out. One simple thing that has been really helpful for us over time, because this is not the least expensive suggestion 
If you have the cash to do so, you can go and swap all of this out right away. But for many of us, this is about doing this over time. But switching to mostly glass containers for storing our leftovers, especially airtight glass containers, has made a really big difference in making my food, especially my prepped items, last longer. And this is because glass just tends to keep out any of that humidity, any of that moisture better overall. And so it will help to maintain the quality of your food longer. So stay tuned for more on how to store your food well so it lasts longer, learning how to store things in your fridge and in your freezer so they last longer can be helpful too. But for now, consider what does not last long in your fridge and look up one way to make it last longer. And last but not least, habit number five, use your freezer. Oh my goodness, your freezer is one of your very best tools to avoid food waste because when you put food in the freezer, you are literally freezing that food in time. You're stopping bacteria growth and you are able to use that food in the future. Now, you can't freeze absolutely everything, but you can freeze most things. So we'll do another episode in the near future on exactly what you can and can't freeze and how to freeze things well. But even the simple tip of taking any of your food scraps, your vegetable scraps when you're doing food prep, whether that's at dinner or at the beginning of the week, making sure they're washed and putting them in a stasher bag or a Ziploc bag in your freezer to use in broth later, that's a money saver and a food waste saver. So start using your freezer. You can freeze sauces like pesto and you can freeze things like tomato paste so it doesn't end up getting gunky in your fridge or moldy and then you end up throwing it away. I want you to consider what you could freeze instead of throwing away. Vegetables and fruits that are starting to wilt, you might be able to use in a soup or a stew or in a smoothie later on. So consider what you might be able to freeze instead of toss. So to recap, five habits that you can start to implement to reduce food waste. Number one, plan with what you have first. Do a quick fridge clean out before you plan. Check what's in your freezer, check what's in your pantry, and use what you have first. This is a money saver and a waste saver. Tip number two, plan to use it up. Stop overbuying. Make sure that your grocery list has quantities of items you need and plan to use items that you are buying more of than you need for one recipe. You can also repurpose leftovers rather than just serving them straight up. You might be able to repurpose them into something completely new. Hint, hint, that is what next week's episode is all about. Habit number three is to have a leftovers or clean out the fridge night at least once a week. Habit number four is to learn how to store your food well in the fridge and the freezer so it lasts longer. And habit number five is to use your freezer. Friends, I hope you found this helpful. Another short and sweet episode, but I really want you to take in these habits. Consider what you're doing and what you're not doing, and consider those simple ways you might be able to start reducing food waste to save money and help the environment. If you found this episode helpful and you are really wanting to dive deeper into exactly how to tackle your grocery spending once and for all and learn to eat well and spend less, you will love my Healthy Mama on a Budget course. 
This six-week course is jam-packed with exact steps and a ton of tools to reduce your grocery spending for good, one step at a time, from creating your ideal budget to learning how to meal plan, grocery shop strategically, and even cook with budget in mind. This is so much more than just what you do at the grocery store. This is about creating habits for eating well and spending less for life. Inflation has nothing on you or the power you have to reduce your spending while still serving your family delicious, nutrient-dense foods. And in honor of spring, Healthy Mama on a Budget is on sale through the end of the day today. So if you were listening to this episode when it comes out, you can get the entire course, including 20 budget-friendly bonus recipes, as well as a limited-time brand-new bonus ebook, Simply From Scratch, with 15 easy, healthy, staple recipes you can make from home for less instead of buying. It's all yours for 25% off, so head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash BudgetKitchen and use code SPRING23 or click the link in the show notes. Until next episode, here is to eating well, spending less, and reducing your food waste. Thank you for listening to Mommy's podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to HealthyMamaChris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.